Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, I am proud to announce we are back in studio. Yes. Yes, it feels good. Feels great. It feels good. I could look him. I could look Nick dead in the eyes. Yeah, we don't have Johnny though. We don't have Johnny. Johnny is. This is a prime sne- secret dragon moment of Johnny. He just said he can't make it. No reason. Just can't make it. Doesn't need a reason. No. It's fine. I like it without the reason because my reason for him not being here is like he's got some secret covert Taco Bell mission for his work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do a beer here. Um, there is so much to cover since we missed last week. Uh, it seems that free agency and the NFL went bananas. Um, the earth got smacked in its face. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, so without any further ado, let's just get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. I say we skip how we've been. Let's get right to the nitty gritty. Skip how we we haven't seen each other in two weeks. We're gonna skip how we've been. Yeah, that's true. That's a that is a I don't know. We'll keep it quick. Beer. What do you think? We could just keep it quick. Just keep uh, it quick. All right, keep it. Quick. I made a one sentence. I made a brisket this weekend. It was pretty fucking good. <laughs> that was it. Unbelievable. Um. I don't even really have anything off the top of my mind that I can update on. Um, yeah, I got. I went to two concerts last weekend. Concerts are back. Uh, not last week, the weekend before. Mm-hmm. I I saw um, on Friday night. I saw Glass Animals, and on Saturday I saw oh, Alt, J, Alt J in Portugal. The man. So it was a phenomenal weekend. Where of, was Glass Animals? It was all of them were at USC Pavilion. What? Yeah. And we were on the floor for Glass Animals and then in good seats for uh, Alt-J and Portugal the Man. So, wow. Yeah. How was the new album of Glass Animals live? Performance? It was good. I, they're good live. They just definitely, it's not like the best sounding thing live. They are really energetic, really I've upbeat. seen them once with you. Yeah, we've seen them before. Yeah. It's really upbeat. Everybody's really pumped, so it's a really good dance party. Mm-hmm. But the the way that they're... You know, acoustics are set up. They're very bass heavy. They've got a lot of top. There's just not a lot in the middle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can feel a little lacking from like a sound standpoint, oh. but they still sound good. They still have a lot of fun. It's still a great show. Yeah. So, Being um, the producer of a podcast, you going to the acoustics and the sound makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Like the show, great. For. The sound, though. Yeah. I need a little bit. I need a little bit. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's Concerts all I got. are back, baby. Concerts are back. Yeah. I got my Lollapalooza tickets. So that's oh, that's been pretty exciting. Nice. Glass Animals is going to be there. Um, for me, I have I talked to you guys since Arizona. Did I tell you all that stuff about that? I, I'll tell about it. I'll tell I'll tell the story and then it's gonna we'll, be abbreviated we'll, version. Well, I'm gonna tell the story and then we could just go right okay, in. Okay, perfect. So I go to Arizona for a wedding. We ended up going a couple days early uh, to have like a family vacation. Um, so we go to the rehearsal on Friday. Everyone like got fitted in Illinois, and got and we're picking up the suit or the tux in Arizona. So after the rehearsal, we all, no one still picked it up yet. Everyone was there since like Wednesday. So it was funny. So we all go together, including the groom. We 
We all get our suits. Everyone's like, do we try them on? I was like, yeah, I feel like we have to try them on. You never know. And so I tried mine on. I thought it was a joke. I thought someone was pranking me. They gave me size 43 waist pants, usually a 38. Oof. That's five inches, my guy. Yeah. Um, they gave me a double XL vest. I'm usually a large. They gave me, have you, are you a Seinfeld guy at all or know anything yeah. about it? Yeah. You know the puffy shirt? Yeah, yeah. I had a puffy shirt. <laughs> there, there's no other way. You're going to be the first pirate. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a puffy shirt. The pants were huge. The only thing that fit, the jacket. My guy, the jacket fit perfectly. So we all come out of like the changing room. Everyone's got something wrong with theirs. Uh, the groom had one of the funniest ones. They were even higher than capris. They were like mid-calf, I would say. The pants went down. <laughs> and so we're all like, and so his wife was there. Or his fian- well, his now wife, his fiance at the time yeah. was there. Yeah. And like we all start coming out and like everyone is looking at her because like no one's suit fixed except one, my brother. One out of seven. And so we're all thinking like, oh my God, Liz is going to kill someone. Like, cause you know, we got to do the photos and stuff. Yeah. Luckily, Andrew's family did a pre or a tailgate after the rehearsal dinner. We went in the parking lot. We started crushing drinks and stuff. So she was a little buzzed, which I think really helped. And she's like, yeah, I mean, it's really big, but like, whatever, we'll take photos. And we're like, I don't know if that's sincere. <laughs> that like the champagne talking. So we all go up and we're like, we got to fix this, right? We got to look better. And so they're like, we have one tailor here. So we can guarantee that one of these gets done by tomorrow. And so we're like, all right, it's got to be the groom. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is an easy one. It's got to be the groom. So they fix the groom, but all of us the next day have these, like, really ridiculous suits on. And so what I had to do is I had to have the bridesmaids come in, and we, like, uh, like folded the sleeves down and, like, put bobby pins on them or, like, little clips to, like, make it look fitted. Mm. We had to, like, take the back of my shirt and, like, scrunch it and put pins my suspenders win the senior superlative of hardest worker for keeping up those 43 inch <laughs> waist pants on. Um, I had like a belt. I brought a belt that I could put around my, uh, my vest to like suck it in. Oh, wow. And so Came prepared. we all look good during the pictures. And then as soon as the wedding starts, you can just see like everyone's pulling out these bobby pins, pulling out these little pins. They like come in <laughs> like shirts and everyone looked like we just got drafted in the 99 like NBA draft. Love it. Like it was super baggy pants, super baggy everything. So that was um nuts. I want I I met one of the most interest interesting characters I ever had in my whole life. This is 100% true story. His name is Haynes. Haynes. Um he is a friend of Andrews from college. So we're standing there in the we're waiting for our suits this is before we even knew they were didn't fit. And we're like, okay, we're going to meet up at the hotel at 11 tomorrow. And he's like, mm, can't do it. We're like, wow. <laughs> and he's in the wedding. And so we're like, okay, what are you well, doing? Well, he's, he's got like, plans. Yeah. So he's like, me and the wife, uh, I booked us an Arboretum tour in the morning. And so we're like, okay. Okay. And so Andrew goes, so you're going to make it to the wedding? He's like, yeah, I should be able to make it. And I thought he was joking. And then I really got to know this guy. He was not joking. <laughs> I should be able to make it. Yeah. And so then Andrew's like, okay, well, if you're going to be, if you're not going to be at the apart or the hotel, you got to be at the, like the, the venue yeah. at one. And he goes, yeah, I should be able to make it there. <laughs> he did not make it there on time. <laughs> what? Um, so that was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was like one of the funniest things where Andrew's like, oh, are you going to make it to the wedding? He's like, yeah, I should be there. It's like, dude, we traveled. 
Like, no one's from Arizona. Like, what are you talking about? You should well, make it. Like, we're here hopefully for Hopefully he just knows his buddy, like, really well. And he's just able to be like, yeah, I should, like, when he says I should be able to make it, like, okay, he, he probably won't make it, knowing him. But whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. He'll be there eventually. And then the cherry on top of the cake, uh, Haynes decided to elongate his stay and actually travel to Vegas with the married couple at their first honeymoon. So he went to Vegas with them, with his wife. (laughs) So I, he was a great guy. He was one of the funniest guys I've ever talked to. Um, A little wacky. That's interesting. A little wacky. Uh, When he walked in to, so there was like this billiards room up there that we had. So he walks in, you know, a little late. He's got his suit on. We're like, oh, that's cool. He's like, man, that arboretum. It was amazing. If I could have had like an hour or two more and we're like, and Andrew goes, oh yeah, sorry about the wedding. And it's just like, and he's like, ah, oh, dude, no problem. He's like, I actually booked us something to go tomorrow. But like, he oh didn't like, gosh. in his mind, it wasn't crazy that he planned for something on the wedding day, which is like, it would have been fine if he wasn't in the wedding, but someone that's like in the wedding. In the like, wedding. You, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry. I'm just kind of be on yeah. time. And he traveled all the way. Where does he he live in Chicago? Yeah, he lives in uh, Chicago. Traveled most of the way across the country. So that (sighs) sounds um, like he traveled to Arizona to go to the Arboretum and then just happened to have a wedding there that he was in. When he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll make the wedding, too. When he walked into the pool room and was like, guys, that Arboretum was amazing. I, I, I wanted to stay there for an extra hour. But the wedding, it's like, I still can't believe you went. To the Arboretum. And I really like Dan. That was funny. Yeah. That's um, like, I just, I would love to get to know this person or just be a fly on the wall in his like house for like a week or something like that. Like, I, I just want to know how he lives like normal life. If, if, if days like that, like arguably like your friend's like biggest day in his <laughs> life and you're just like, yeah, I might not be there for it. Like, wh- how, how do you like, I just want to watch him like cook dinner. Like, yeah. how does he cook dinner? You know, does he start and then halfway through he's like, I ordered McDonald's. Yeah, and, you know, he DoorDash something. There's a there's like a, his wife's cooking. There's a ding dong. He's got a pizza coming in. Exactly. Um. So that that was very interesting. I also thought it was funny because he's been married before. So like, yeah. I think he would know like the importance of the day and like, hey, you got to be on time. I like that. Also, the fact that it was so he has a TikTok. Shout out his TikTok. It's Cactus. Cactus Dan Man. He breeds a bunch of cacti. Um, wow. I could go. He breeds cacti. I, I want to have. That's all the, I needed I to have, know. I want, you could have just said that. So he breeds cacti and we met a uh, rattlesnake hunter. Uh, Jeez, Arizona is so dude, different. So the rattlesnake hunter was like talking to us and <laughs> he said one of the funniest things. So it's all Chicago people by him. He lives in Arizona. Yeah. And he's like, you know, sometimes you're like doing yard work and then a couple rattlesnakes come out. And all of us look at each other like, wow, we've never, we've never even thought of that as a possibility. Like yeah. maybe a rat. <laughs> like, we, we don't even have yards. That's what I said. I was like, Chicago. dude, we don't even have yards. Yeah. My neighbor's got, uh, he's got like turf, like a <laughs> fake lawn. So I was like, yeah. Um, so I want to get the rattlesnake and Haynes on to talk because they are interesting people. He talked about how to kill snakes mm. depending on the temperature. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're cold-blooded. So, yeah. wow. If it's cold, you take a shovel to the head. <laughs> if it's warm, you got to shoot them. <laughs> what? Yeah. You shoot them? 
you are you telling me that if you the the one that you're supposed to shoot if you don't if you hit it in the head with a shovel it won't die so the head exactly. won't come clean off if it's warm he said if it's cold you can you can snap it real easily if it's warm I don't know but I also I don't know if it's true or not how close are you get like this guy's just just what, lying what's I've never shot a gun. I I've shot a gun before I've shot shotguns and I've shot pistols you think you could take down a rattle with a a pistol it's extremely hard to aim like those things you think but what if you're a cobra hunter or just, a rattlesnake I'm, hunter? i'm just thinking in terms of general like if i have a shotgun okay if i have a shotgun i i could probably take out the head of a rattlesnake okay but i'm thinking like holy is, shit uh, i'm going uh, to six sh- shooter i'm going to shoot like a, a yosemite sam like, gun why would he has a he, oh he has like a, a yosemite sam gun that's what he has yeah holy shit that takes aim you guys got aim my, by the way, when he told Impressive. us, when he showed us his gun, right. that's the only gun I was picturing in my head, though. <laughs> like, that is what you kill rattlesnakes with. Like, gun. Yeah, you don't pull out like a Glock, right. you pull out the six year We We were going to pe- bypass this entirely, and now we spent 15 minutes on it. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk more next yeah. episode. So let's get into free agency, though. A lot of big trades have happened. So Russell Westbrook, or no, Russell, Russell Wilson uh, has gone to the, the Broncos. Thoughts uh-huh. on that. So yeah, that was probably the the first no the first domino this off season was like Carson Wentz getting traded. Yeah, that's not. And it was like though. it seemed like, but they like I don't know they who whoever it was uh, the Colts who won the trade. They like got back a bunch of picks, and then then it was Russell Wilson. Then mm-hmm. it was like right after it was Russell Wilson to the Broncos. And that was like insane, right? Which I don't know. Was it three first round picks or no? I think it was a late first round pick, two second rounds, and a third. A lot of picks. But then they also gave away Noah Fant, someone else. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Deshaun Watson was three first round picks. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So. Okay, so we've got that. First of all, Russell Wilson then move into the, so the basically what is it? The NFC West is now like the most insane division in football, or AFC, is AFC West. West. AFC yeah. West, sorry. Um, the AFC West is the most insane division in football now. With like the Broncos, now they have a QB. They have a the old offensive coordinator from the from the Packers is now Russell Wilson's head coach. Mm. Um, like that's very important as well, and then. Um, you know they've got they've got receivers they've got a decent like they're basically loaded and ready to compete, but they weren't the only one. Then like Khalil Mack gets traded to the Chargers there, and then, but uh, I, I think it's insane. I think nobody really expected it to happen, but you know it seems like the Seahawks are going for a full rebuild here, and that's the way to do it. So I don't hate it for them. They I don't a nice ten year run mm-hmm. with Russell uh, Wilson. I almost said Westbrook too. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he had a great, great run. They won a Super Bowl, thirty-seven thousand yards, almost three hundred touchdowns. They should have won too. That's you hand the ball off to uh, Beast. You hand mode. the ball off. Um, we all know that. Yeah, though. everyone knows. It's that. basically a meme at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty good. It, would you say one championship in ten years with Russell Wilson? Would you say that they underachieved? See, this is the thing. If they win that second one, I don't think so. But because of the one, I say yeah. 
Yeah. Because they did have the Legion of Boom, too. You got to remember that. The Legion yep. of Boom was legit. Yep. When Richard Sherman Richard was like, Sherman. when you try me with a sorry wide receiver like Crabtree. <laughs> I was like, damn. All right. Like, it's, it's true. Beer, you know. Beer, what do you think? I don't know. I, I think you win a Super Bowl. I think it counts. Especially like one in 10 years. Okay. I think I'll take that as a, like, you you did the job. You won the Super Bowl. Like, but like, it sucks that they couldn't win more, but at least they got one. That's like what I'm like. I'm like, I still think that they're, they're probably very happy with that Super Bowl win. They probably should have had two. They ran the ball on that one play, but I mean, it's more of just, yeah, I, I think it's, it was a good career in, in Seattle. I don't think they like really missed out on anything. They got the Super Bowl. They got a really successful couple years. He basically is the face of the city for a while. So, um, so beer's got to stay away from Robert Kraft because he just came out in the media and was like, I am livid that we haven't won a playoff game in four years, which is so funny because the Patriots aren't known for losing. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Six yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, good. Tom Brady's the goat. The, the, <laughs> the, the longer that, that drought occurs, the more Tom Brady becomes the goat. He doesn't yeah. even have to do anything. Which that's another thing that we can talk about. Tom Brady retired and then came out of retirement. Mm-hmm. He is back in the league. I like it though. He took forty-five days. That's an MJ thing. Forty-five Remember? days. MJ came oh. back through three, turned into four-five. Four-five. He waited forty-five days. There's something with like you know Lent and Jesus there too, probably. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe that's the TB12 diet. He needs a 45 day break. He's not like he saw how guy. crazy free agency was going, and then it was like, okay, I gotta mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about the next one. Devonte Adams really shocked me. Not mm. gonna lie, that one shocked me because they got Rogers back. Yeah, that was like the big thing. Surprising. Um, to begin with. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, Devonte Adams going to the Raiders. Love it. First of all, love it. But Played with I, him in college. I'm very, with- very surprised. I know it, that was a shocker, right? When you when you resign Aaron Rodgers, and then it was like, okay, now they they tag Adams, and they actually like the argument was is that what they redid Rodgers' deal, so they actually had more cap from this year, so you could have paid Devontae Adams to keep him, but apparently Devontae Adams like basically going into this offseason knew he wasn't gonna play. He, he wanted to be on the Raiders. Apparently, he wanted to play with Derek Carr who we played with in college um, and like their best friends or something. So like, that's a huge, very important thing that this whole, this whole bottom of car, Derek Carr. That's that's yeah. where he gets his name. Bottom of car. Yeah. The I think that's bottom had two R's too. <laughs> that's the AR. <laughs> it's exciting. It set a new level for, for wide receiver f- football deals. Like it's, I feel like we're about, we're going to start seeing, you know, a couple of years ago, like Todd Gurley and all of them were starting to get these mega running back deals. And then they were mm-hmm. all like failed after. I feel like that's just going to start happening. I think like if you start overpaying for wide receivers like this and you, you hamstring your offense, like, or you hamstring your football team. Like I think the only thing worth mortgaging that much money on is a QB. Like, so like if you're using it on something else, like, uh, okay. But in this situation, Devontae Adams is amazing. But did you guys notice that it all this this trade and this contract led to Tyreek Hill, their division rival, mm-hmm. leaving the team? Mm-hmm. Like, Interesting. It literally led to it directly. Yeah. The the, the trade and the so Once like you saw the money coming. 
Yeah, so it was all just like a, a money grab. Like once that happened, then it was like, okay, here's the price point for one of the best Top wide tier. receivers in, in the league. So I'm going to go out and get that. So I Yeah, think- and then the Chiefs couldn't afford a Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like at that wow. price range. Like they they were trying to make a deal and they were close, apparently. And then the trade happened and it reset the bar. And it was like Tyreek Hill wanted that kind of money. And they're like, yeah, I can't. We're already paying Mahomes a million, like half a billion dollars. So, like, I don't know. I'm going to say this, though. Tyreek Hill, I don't think he loves the game of football. I think if you leave Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs right now to go chase money, you don't love football. Because you know who loves football? Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the 11th highest paid quarterback this year. Mm. 25 million only. He's, uh, he's also been only. in the league for like 20 years. But he's continuously took pay cuts so that they could build a good team and win championships. And that's what makes him the GOAT. Like, you got to remember, Jordan was making at his height $24 million a year. If you in, think about, in, the, in the 90s, though. Yeah, but if you think of contracts now, yeah. Wh- you know how much Wes- Russell Westbrook is making? A lot more than that. They Forty-seven were, million this year. Which, yeah, like, okay, you you account for inflation. He's between thirty and thirty-five mil in today's dollars. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, Scottie Pippen was on a horrible deal. He was getting paid like mm-hmm. a million a year or something ridiculous like that, which helped a lot. He so, signed it though. He did sign it. Yeah. That helped a lot though. So that was part of mm-hmm. it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, the Tyreek Hill, though, I just don't really think that he loves the game. Uh, I didn't also like, I want to I wanna say it on this podcast right now, no more Jet jokes. Everyone's beating up on the Jets. No more Jet jokes. Like when he leveraged the Jets to get more money from the Dolphins, and then he was like, I was never seriously considering going to the Jets. Like, what are you talking about? They're the Jets. You don't have to do that. That's a bad luck. You don't have to shit on That's a bad luck. It's the Jets. They're terrible. They are terrible. You don't have to keep rubbing it in. Like, at this point, they know that they're bad. Um, Tyreek Hill is so good that they make a rule about basically they make like a taunting rule about him like peace signing people and then he'll do it and they don't they will they will not throw the flag at him mm -hmm. and he's so good that he could trash talk and like actually bag it up and like so until he starts to suck like it just sucks that he's like this but it is what it is like so like uh, but it's like it's like a cocky good where Mm -hmm. he's I'm really excited to see what he does without Patrick Mahomes, but I think I think Patrick Mahomes is going to miss Tyree Kill more than Tyree Kill misses Patrick Mahomes. I think like that's what's going to be. I don't know if you go and watch, go watch Patrick Mahomes highlights. Half of the time, it's him like making shit happen in the in the pocket and rolling out and like making a dump off to Tyree Kill, who will just pull thirty out thirty yards out of his ass, and it just doesn't make any sense. But do you trust but, like, Tua to do it? I tr- I don't think. Mahomes has anyone else that he could treat like that. Like Juju is not going to be a a valve where he could get the. He maybe will catch a five yard pass and then get tackled, but like Tyree Kill will catch a five yard pass and turn that in twenty yards. Like just and, and he'll break wide open on a deep ball that nobody else will because he's just so ridiculously fast. And all Mahomes has to do is is throw it up. Yeah, there is the right. meme like the I don't know Tyreek's up there somewhere. Yeah. Just if you if you go back. And like, look at how bad their offense was. They would they would be like in those. There was like a stretch a couple games where they were having like a really tough time in offense, and it was like Pat Holmes play, playing backyard football. He's looking for Tyree Hill the whole time, trying to get him just any type of like underneath throw, and then Tyree Hill will drag you down the field. And it's like, 
honestly, like if anyone's worth that money, it's like Tyreek Hill has proven like the only thing negative about him is his size. Like that's it. But like he's outplayed his size like completely at this point. And it's like, I think too, all he has to do is throw just this quick slant around Tyreek Hill. He's dropping 30 yards on you. Mm -hmm. Like, but Mahomes now, like now he's got to actually be a better QB. He also so. got to remember Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's also really fast. He is. Yeah. So they're going to be looking good. Uh, Dolphins only next deep year. balls. Only deep, go routes. <laughs> go only go routes. Fly routes all day. That's what um, they should do. Two on the sides. Both of them just go, <laughs> and then a tight end over the middle. <laughs> well, and it's a, uh, over the middle. What do you mean? Mike McDaniel's the head coach now, so it's a it's a Shanahan offense. They've got mm. Brita running back, right? So they've got like an offense that's built to run. But then they've also got Tua and two really good wide receivers. They got wide receivers that were better than anything the 49ers have ever had, like in the last oh. like 20 years. Sorry, not oh, ever had. Debo? Jerry Rice Debo. is the best. Yeah. Debo, Jerry Rice? Well, I said the past will take 20 years. 20 years. Oh, I guess. Was Jerry Rice, was he on? No, he was in the Raiders in like the year 2000 something. Yeah, but, he was probably um, at that point. But no, yeah. I mean like, Debo, it's, it's like I mean, you take, say, would you rather have Debo or... Devo or Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you take Jalen too. So let me ask Hill you this. Him. If you were a GM, you had your pick of the litter, who are you taking? Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Adams, I'm taking Devontae really. Adams. Me too. He, he's, he's got I don't the, know, man. He's got, he's got the body. He's got the he's got the more physical presence. Mm -hmm. Um so he's a more complete receiver in that regard. Um I think Adams physical sport. I think Adams rarely gets completely shut down. Whereas Tyreek Hill, We've that seen can it. happen mm -hmm. sometimes, not very often. Yeah, but I agree with that. He, so Adams is going to give you a more consistent 80 to 100 yards a game versus mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill, who's going to go off for yep. 150 a game. I get it. Um, a couple of honorable mentions uh, before we get to the biggest one. Uh, Jameis Winston re-signs with the Saints. It's good for them. Taysom Hill officially becoming a tight end. Uh, and then the biggest free agent signee that no one is talking about, Trevor Simeon to the Bears. Ooh. Hugest. I love it. Uh, what up. the fuck? He's back home in Chicago. Jesus. Um, real quick note, Jerry Rice's last season with the uh, uh, 49ers was 2000. So um, it, It's not in the last 20 they, years. It is not in the last 20 years. Sorry, Ruby. Um, yep. All right, let's get off sports for a little bit. So let's head over to timeouts. Timeout. Wait, you want to talk, talk about Deshaun? the Bears soon? Deshaun oh no, Watson? we didn't talk to Deshaun. Deshaun I, I or that the we Bears? Are. Let's. We got to talk both. I. It's because we mentioned Deshaun. Yeah. So I thought we talked about him. no. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> I don't get how he is the first almost fully guaranteed contract with twenty-two civil lawsuits pending and a possible suspension. It seems like an odd time to pull the first almost guaranteed contract out, but I mean, it's it's wild that that happened, and it's like shocking that that's happening directly after, like all. It's like he's the first fully guaranteed contract like ever. It's weird. And then and then what they trade he's he's the second player ever to be traded for three first round picks. The last time was Herschel Walker, like. 
Oh my! And then they then they design the contract where the first year is the minimum. So if he gets suspended his first year, it's only minimum payments mm-hmm. that he's getting suspended, and the rest of his contract's backloaded. And then they ask the GM in the con- the conference of press conference about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's just it's really similar to all the other contracts we have. The added year of flexibility was really really mattered." I'm like, just shut up. You sold your soul to the devil. Just admit you sold your soul to the devil. I also like that he like, thinks that all of us fans are fucking idiots. Like everyone knows what's going yeah. on with Deshaun Watson. You can't spin this. Like you can't. You can't. The year that he might get suspended and he's still got twenty-two lawsuits. That's the year that you're paying him the minimum. Yeah. It, it what it just works out. I like that he kept saying the math. That's not how math works. You still have to pay him the two hundred and fifty. Or the just, 249 million later. It's just, not like you paying him 1 million this year makes 240 million dollars disappear the next year. It's still very much going to be an issue. I like that. It, yeah, if you notice, it, they haven't signed anyone. Yet. It's it's <laughs> so it's like a politician. It's like you just say the math, but the, the math. math works. It works. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but no. Just, that's not a thing. We all know why you're doing it. Just yeah. say why you're doing it. You're just lying. Like stop lying. Like it just no, you, you did you it. You can't admit it, though. Like, no, even though everyone can't. knows it, you just you can't say you it. You can't. Well, I here's the thing that would really suck is I haven't done a uh, a deep dive on all the accusations, but he is pleading his innocence. If he is really innocent, that would be wild. There's no way. I don't think there's any there, way. that's impossible, dude. This is, it I, is not, I mean, this is not the case. Okay, so like it's if half like the arguments okay. Yeah. If half of the arguments are that it was consensual, then you know that something effed up was wrong. You're telling me you know that he went searching out. He's like, well, like at least eleven of them were consensual at the time. It's like, all right, well, that means he's looking for massage therapists for an alternative reason. So this dude is clearly a predator, and it's like you just are disregarding it, and it's just like why? It's it's really frustrating, and it's like. The press conference, and they're just avoiding it the whole time. And the statements, well, they can't talk tone about it the legal is still going on. But it's kind of like the new age OJ Simpson minus the murder. Like everyone knows this guy was a predator. I guess technically he might not be, but I'm saying a very high chance that he is. Everyone's going to know it. Yeah. But now that he's not being charged criminally, it's like the the difference is though that oh this is. This is like if it happened in the middle of OJ's career. Like he just rushed for yeah. you know two thousand yards, and then he's like, "Oh, I murdered, and I'm still gonna go back and play." Like no, <laughs> like he, he did the murdering well after his career. Yeah. Sean Watson has been doing this allegedly, but we know it's been happening over the last five years of his career, and he's gonna continue to play, and he's gonna get a fully guaranteed contract. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Why? It's it's really really bad it's i mean like if you just take a step back and use your brain you know something very is off about this and they it's very clear that the cleveland browns did not care all they needed to do is show up to that press conference just say we we know the issues we know the allegations but we think he's really good at football and so we really want to sign him well i like when they said that that at least just be real like yeah that's why they said (laughs) that they looked into the allegations here's what they did i'm I don't know, but tell me if I'm wrong. They waited until there was no criminal charges, mm-hmm. and then so they everyone else. traded. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what they mean. They looked into it. Is he going to go to jail? No, 
I got some picks. And like, uh, there there is a track re- record of athletes like having civil lawsuits against them and them still playing. Like Kobe, it happened to him. Yeah. Like he 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 did not get tried in criminal court. From my if my memory serves me correctly, he settled in civil court yep. uh, on his rape charges and like. He went on to play another seven, eight seasons. All he had to do was change his number. And he changed his number. And everybody kind of like, not forgot, but kind of was like, yeah, it's fine. And then, you know, obviously what happened happened. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a history, a not good history, I would say, if I can be so bold of of that happening, um, some sort of precedent. Um, but, it, you know, it's not good. We haven't seen something like this I mean, maybe Tyreek Hill and like, oh, what was his name? Um, Kareem Hunt got traded to the Browns. Kareem Hunt, like, maybe it's like close. It's not twenty-two different women like coming out like this. And it, we saw okay, then we saw Ray Rice punch his like, what was it? His girlfriend, and then never play a game of football again. And then like Ray Lewis killed someone. Yeah, Ray yeah, Lewis this, killed someone. Alleged, kept allegedly. Oh yeah, I think because of the age of social media and where we are, like. That was the difference where it's like OJ and like you're going back to Ray Lewis and Kobe even like before we had Twitter, before we had these people who were like now up in arms and connected about it and like very, like very much forward and opposed to it and like able to discuss different things about it. I, I don't know. I think it might be a little bit different, but I, I just I can't believe that they're daring their heads in the sand and pretending it's okay and like not addressing anything like it's shocking to me i'm like you'd think that you'd think you would put up a better pr defense than just putting up like a blank like you know we believe in deshaun watson the person and we believe in him re- <laughs> rebuilding his career which is and it's like the worst thing you to don't say. how about you say like you're resp- you care about women you know like you could talk about that you don't yeah. say the word woman once in either of the statements that you release it's like okay so we see what you really care about. So it's just, I don't know. I, it's just bad. And like they still just sold to the devil. Like yeah. that's what and the like, deal is here. It, yeah, Like you said, they care about Deshaun Watson, the person. It's like, no, you don't. You can hear about him, the football player. Yeah. Him, the person, did all this horrible <laughs> stuff that he's being, you know, accused of mm-hmm. and going to court over with, you know, the number seems to the, grow every day. Like you care about him as a football mm-hmm. player. Let's You're trying to separate as much as possible. I do also like that they keep saying off the field issues. <laughs> it's a little bit more than off the field issues. Like an off the field issue is like you're partying, you're partying too much and missing curfew. Yeah, like, like oh, a that's Johnny off the field football. issue, or like yeah. an attitude problem. That's an off the field issue. Yeah. Uh, sexually assaulting eighty women. That's not an off the field issue. I, I mean, I guess technically. It, yeah, technically, it's not happening during not, the sixty minutes yes. of the game. No, it is not. So by that. Stretch. But it's it is it, off the we field, need a better but... word than that because it's more than it. It's definitely more than an issue. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. more than an issue. It is a you know. It's like someone that's like, oh, I don't have like a kink, and you're like, yeah, but you do it like every day, and you're like, oh, maybe I do, and you're like, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's beyond issue. It's a it's a problem. It's a predatory <laughs> it's a, problem. Yeah. You you the, ask any other NFL player. How many massage therapists they have? They say one, maybe two in their entire career. Deshaun Watson had over like 40 in a year. Why? Why? Why is this happening? Why do you have one new one every week? Hmm. Maybe there's something wrong here. Maybe there's something 
Yeah, but, we'll get it. They're all moving away. Yeah, what's yeah, what's the consistent? And they don't want to work with him again. Yeah, what's the consistent underlying thing amongst all these? It's Deshaun. But luckily, he's a good person. They like his person. Yeah, they like his. It's a his joke. Arm. It's like it's, no one could deny his ability on the field, but it, the NFL and the NBA, every sports league, will show their hand time and time again that every time someone gets so dicey, if you're that good. They find a way to get around it. Yeah, it, and it, it brings up a question for me. You guys might know this. Is there do do the other owners have to approve trades that happen? Like, is there something like that? Like, you know, in like fantasy football leagues, which I know isn't real, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, like sometimes like it gets reviewed and stuff like that. Like, do they have? They do to, not. No. They, do, no. they don't. Okay. Nope. The only thing is waivers. Oh, okay. If someone goes on yeah. waivers, they yeah. do have to he go claims. through each team. Yeah. 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 Because I'm wondering just like if that were the case, if there wouldn't be, I don't know, let's say 29 other owners that would be like, no way. This is awful. Like, why would we let this happen? Because the overall brand of the NFL just falls as a result of this. Like everybody's collectively saying like not collectively, but like the Browns are saying we're de facto okay with this. Mm -hmm. What they should do is like wait till he signs the deal. Wait till he can't adjust anything. And then. Let him play this year and suspend him next year. Like literally play by yeah. their game. Look at their contract and say, screw you, Deshaun Watson. Let's play by your game. You want to play the game and game the rules will game you back. Like it's literally like stop trying to like, oh, think we'll just suspend you this season. No, yeah. like I just it's it's a shame that like we have to do this. And it's like I, I wish some of these teams would have just like been like, OK, we don't have to like sell our soul. To, to make this happen. And now like you watch the press conference and you can tell that they feel like the bad guys and they know it. And it's like, they don't care. And it's like, Oh my gosh. And you see, you feel bad for Browns fans. You feel bad for ones that have to stick around and deal with the deal with people trashing your QB and trashing your team and calling you like, if you support the Browns, you're in favor of this stuff. Like, and then you have feel bad for the Browns fans that are leaving the team that can't handle it. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just shitty. And it's just like, yeah, you're putting all is your, that worth it. You're putting all your fans in a super uncomfortable position where they now have to choose with supporting a team that they've supported their entire lives based on something within their family. And it ain't growing been up, easy supporting them. Exactly. Growing up around mm-hmm. Cleveland, like supporting the Browns has not been easy. And now you're saying, well, now you got to support this predator. Yeah. And if not, then, you know, good luck. It's like, well, what are we going to do? And of course, there's, I think, the mentality of like, well, we were fans of Browns before Deshaun Watson. We'll be fans of it, hopefully, after Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun Watson's not going to be there forever. So mm-hmm. maybe we can kind of find somewhere in the middle. But that doesn't even feel good. So it's like you're just you're doing this because and like, what if they, what if they actually win a championship? What if they win the Super Bowl? Put an asterisk on it. What if they win the Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson as a quarterback? With all this going on, and then they're like the Sith. Yeah, they're easily like the new bad guys. Like, (laughs) I got, I got something that I want to ask you guys. Bad. Am I the only one that thought it was a little odd that during the press conference and throughout this, the owner hasn't said anything? Well, the owner wasn't at the original press conference. They had a, uh, they had a Zoom meeting later, right? Well, that's 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 so lame. That's what I'm saying. I think I like, think if there's anyone that should have really been answering questions besides Deshaun, it's the owner. Because I like yeah. that they're like, oh, the GM brought him here. It's like, well, the owner signed off. Yeah. He does all final say. So it's like, I would like to hear the owner ask something. We could obviously talk about this forever. Let's move on to the Bears. 
we're all in the agreements. We know that he's a predator. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's bad. It's gonna be there's gonna be really bad signs up at home games, away games. He's gonna get booed. It's gonna be an interesting. Think of what they did to the Astros. Yeah, for cheating. (laughs) Let's be clear. This this podcast supports women. We yes, we like women. Not attacking them though. Not attacking them. Yeah. Not attacking yeah. women. Yeah, okay. don't attack women. Yeah. We're no. against Deshaun. We're against Deshaun, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Make clear. We are, we are against Deshaun. Yeah. Um, I think everyone is. Yeah. But probably his own mom's like, make it clear. Amid, uh, amidst all the Deshaun, jokes and everything. I like where he's like, I have never in my life disrespected a woman. It's like Neither have I, but I don't have 90 people. <laughs> I don't have 90 women saying the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know 90 women. Like, I don't know, man. I, in your Instagram messages, you're clearly apologizing right here. So I don't know. I love when they're just... calling it uh, he said, she said. <laughs> if you want to be technical, it's a he said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said. He was gone. To yeah. the fourth. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little... It's getting comical the way that that team and the GM were like, yeah, we don't say anything wrong with it. Like, really? <sighs> Nothing. We're like, we think he's innocent. And I like Deshaun. He's, he's like, are you innocent, Deshaun? He's like, yeah. Yeah, of course I am. Me? I, I would never. My, <laughs> yeah, got to do like my lawyer advice not yeah. to comment on that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's much better. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk Bears. So the Bears, O-line getting strong, defensive line getting stronger. Uh, Byron Pringle, I love the pickup. I love it. What do you yeah, think? so Bear, the Bears fans are, like, ripping their hair out because they want, like, splashy signings. But you know what they also want? They also want, like, us to take it easy and, like, not have splashy signings. They want us to build in the drafts. But then when we don't make moves in free agency, everyone loses their minds. So it's just it's classic Chicago Bear fandom. And I think it's all a little bit of both. I think half of our fans are anxious. Half of our fans are trying to be chill. Um, it's been an interesting free agency. So, yes, Byron Pringle from the Chiefs, like mm-hmm. you said, Joe, uh, behind Travis Kelsey and behind Tyreek Hill. He was like their third leading receiver. He had like 600 and something yards mm-hmm. um, was a awesome red zone threat. Yeah. Young guy coming up. Ryan Poles, dude from from the Chiefs. I like him a lot. I think he'll be, I don't know if he'll be wide receiver number two, but he's like the ideal slot receiver for yeah. us. So, and he's like more of a slot receiver than like Goodwin was. Like, we could use him yeah. in a lot of positions. And like he, if he's good in the red zone, we'll take him. Like it's, it's one of those situations. And then we got, uh, we didn't get Valdez Scantling. We got Equinemius St. Brown, right? I Notre think this is his name. Yep. Um, yeah. So we got him, uh, that that was cool. We got him from the Packers. He came with Getzy. Um so that was cool. I like that. Anyway, he was kind of more of a practice squad guy. So we'll see if he if he makes the roster. Uh, but those like those are like low budget receivers, right? Those are like everyone wants wanted to see like a DJ Chark or like uh, you know Juju or something like. But a lot of those guys got paid. Yeah. Freaking Christian Kirk broke the market getting paid 17 million a year for literally not performing. It's can't believe even at 12 DJ Moore got traded. Couldn't believe that. I don't think I saw that to be honest. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I will say that I'm not like the biggest fan of all the signings, but what I am a big fan is Ryan pace has even before the year started, he's 
showing that he is a true man of his word. Said that Ryan Poles? Or Ryan Poles, sorry. <laughs> he is really going to try to rebuild, and that's exactly what he's doing. We don't know if it works yet, but at least he's doing what he says. Because I feel like it's a lot easier when you get in your first press conference, start making all these BS promises. We're going to knock it down. We're going to build it back up. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We'll see. He's just yeah. doing it. He's just doing it. Well, he had already had like a lot of adversity he's already seen. So like he went in and uh, tried to get Larry Ogunjobi. He was like one of the first signings of free agency was Larry Ogunjobi going to be our three times. Yeah. We had him or he agreed to the contract and then went through the physical and just we couldn't medically clear him. And that's a major difference than was with Pace was when we first signed Pace, like the OG Pace, the old school old guy who he signed right away. A dude with injury concerns. His name is Pernell McPhee. If you remember him, mm. um, Pernell McPhee came in, was played good for a couple games, but was always injured. Always, he was half of his like career with us was injuries, and so we saw maybe Pace kind of like look past some of the injuries and take a swing on him. But like Ryan Poles have someone agree to a contract, a very young up and coming three technique player, Larry Obenjobi and actually not do it because of like the injury concerns. So maybe it's a little bit of a difference. So I, I, I thought that was interesting. Cause like both, both guys like came in, tried to sign their defensive line talent that fits their new scheme. And then like one signed it, he was pretty good. Pernell McPhee was pretty good for us, but like he mm-hmm. was injured a lot. Yeah. Um, so what do we do in, in like to back that up? I think we, what was his name? Uh, Justin Jones. That's who we signed. Like right when Larry Ogunjobi didn't get signed, like 45 minutes later, we signed Justin Jones and mm-hmm. he's going to play our three technique. He came from the chargers. He was very good. He also had, he just had injury issues, but passed his physical did everything. He was good to go last year. Um, but like according to the Chargers, he's like he's like their version of a, like a Bilal Nichols, but he fits our scheme. Mm-hmm. Like where he was a low end draft pick that like outperformed every year, and then like and at the very end was like a kind of like a core of their defense. Like that was what Justin Jones is, and then he signed a two year deal with us. So I think he like the Bears need a three technique because we're switching to a four three, and so we just we signed like. We tried to get Larry Ogunjobi, who looked like was the best one on the market. And if not, Justin Jones seems pretty good, like high upside type guy. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have you guys ever gotten a physical before? Yeah, every year for sports. Yeah. like For sports, yeah. Like, I'm not an athlete. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not an athlete of any kind. I've never even come close to failing physical. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know you could fail it. Yeah. I, thought well, I think it was... It was- Larry Ogunjobi, so he had a foot injury like the last week of the season for the Bengals. Didn't play in the playoffs, so it might still be the same injury. Like he's just not healthy. From I assume yet. that their physicals are different. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess that would just be something in my mind that I guess you have to do it. But I feel like when you're going to talks and you're like, Larry, you didn't play in the playoffs. How's the foot? And he's like, it's good. It's totally good. And like, great. Let's sign the contract. Signs it. By the way, we're gonna get you a physical. He's like, Damn it, you got me. You know, like, like, how does that? I don't know if it was like that. Maybe he did feel okay. You and your mangling dog, or whatever. Yeah. How how does that not come up though in the in the whole process? Like, I guess an agent is not going to like disclose that because it's going to drop his value or something like that. But I feel like it's even more dropping his value now that he's like gone through the whole process and be like, hey, you feel like walking in a boot? Like, (laughs) yeah. Well, so there he has the foot. Ah, you know, it's coming along. Like, we're gonna see what happens this year. 
because he still hasn't signed yet with anybody. Yeah. So like it's probably because of the foot. He might just go back to the Bengals on a one year cheap deal. If you can, if not, hopefully he comes to us, but we already got Justin Jones. So um, I thought he's fine. And then after Justin Jones, I have on my list, Nick Morrow linebacker from the, from the Raiders. I don't know if you guys remember him. Raiders. So, so he didn't play at all last year. He had like an ankle injury in the preseason and missed the whole year, but then was healthy and ready to play in the playoffs, but then just couldn't like, they didn't like activate him for the playoffs, but he, if they would have won, he would have played the next game or something in the playoffs. But he's like, uh, we signed him one year, 5 million. He's going to be playing linebacker next to Roquan Smith. I know that was someone we were, we were really concerned. Like what was our linebacker situation going to look like? Well, Nick Morrow, like he's a former safety. He looks pretty good. He looks fast. He looks fast. Just like Roquan. Like, like that's like the difference is they both are kind of similar size. Roquan's definitely like bigger, like more Roquan's like a barrel of a human that also runs like a deer. And like Nick Morrow definitely <laughs> looks like looks like a safety converted to a linebacker. Like that's what it looks like. So like, yeah. So where Roquan is like a linebacker that runs really fast. It's like Nick Morrow is a safety that converted to linebacker and can play linebacker. Like he's like, so like he's like your lacquer. He's like, yeah, he's not as big, or, <laughs> but he's fast. But yeah, definitely. And then him. And then the last but not least, I have uh, Lucas Patrick, the, our new center from the Packers. So, um, and apparently he's like a mean dude. He's it's kind of like if, if I had to remember, do you remember like Matt Slauson? He was our one of our yep. linemen from a couple of years ago. That's yep. who I get vibes from. Like that's why I get the vibe. I get Matt Slauson vibes. Nice. Where he's just like a interior mauler dude. Where like Pace wanted to build like this young and like kind of athletic physical or like a like a is an athletic offensive line that was like fast more than like strong and mean it seems like they're trying to switch back to like the strong and mean versus like the fast and like undersized offensive linemen. So, um, all right, so let's head over to timeout. So timeout where on the podcast. Oh, okay. So I got a couple food ones before we get to the big smack. Um, the first one is Mike Tyson might be a genius. He has come out with a weed edible called Mike's bites. They're ear shaped. Edibles. Oh my god, <laughs> that's ridiculous! I think it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Mike's, it's so on brand. I love it. Mike's bites. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're ears. They look like little ears. They're called Mike's bite. Tyson Mike's. Bite. Um, I mean, talk about like this is one of the craziest things. He bit a man's ear off in the. Yeah, and mid, now it's just fight. And now it's just like he's it's like his brand. Yeah. Like good I'll, for him. I'll bite you. He's he's branded himself well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um another one I got is I think this is absolutely disgusting. Uh Coors Light has come out with something called the Chilalipop. It is a non-alcoholic lollipop that tastes like beer. Eh. Chilalipop. No. I think that's a no, no. for me, dog. Uh, Horsland. No thanks. I don't need anything that tastes like beer that's not alcoholic. Yeah, that's not beer. And I don't even like Coors Light. Ugh. Like we don't like beer. I mean, we do like beer for the flavor, but in liquid form. Like I would never drink like a beer slushy. That like, doesn't sound good. Eat a good. cube of beer. Yeah. Like a beer ice cube. Yeah. Like no, I wouldn't do that. 
Sounds terrible. It's, I don't know. It's got to be a marketing thing. All right, before we get to the smack, I have one little rant that I got to go on, and I'm going to need beard earmuff for it. Are you earmuffed? <laughs> okay. He's muffed. I am so mad at Tom Ricketts. The man has gone around earmuffs beer. The man has gone around for the last two years, okay? Two years. Complaining about money issues, how they don't have money to play players, yet he goes around and buys up all of Wrigley. He's now trying to buy the Cubby Bear. What does he do next, you think? Hmm. Probably, you know, sell something. He's got to save costs. You know, they only made $4 billion off of TD Ameritrade to E-Trade. That's, you know, that's not a lot of money. Um, No. He is trying to buy Chelsea for $4 billion. So having an owner that talks about how tight money is and then goes and tries to buy a Premier League team, it's a little frustrating, Nick. It's it a little frustrating. It is. The, the optics of it are not good. What I, what I will say is I have to put my like accounting and finance hat on through all of this. I know most of it's going to be in debt. Which, yeah, it's, it's, I know that, it, it, it's organized as debt. And the more, the, the more that you take on, the more you have access to. And the, you buy another team, he's got access to even more capital. It's, it's just business. I don't like it. But I hate it. I don't I like get it. it. I get it. I don't like it either. I don't like them saying, yeah, we don't have a lot of money. And yeah, I mean, it's true. Like 2020, you basically had no revenue. 2021, you had limited revenue because, you know, people weren't allowed in for mm-hmm. the first part of the season or it was, you know, reduced capacity. So that all is true. And costs go on, payroll costs go on, all mm-hmm. that. That all is true. Uh, but yeah, if you, the, the, I agree, the optics you of didn't it. You buy a new house, though. Yeah. The new opti- house would have been The fun. optics of it don't look good. And like, <laughs> he, he put himself in the situation where he, he owns all of, not just the Cubs, like most of Wrigleyville, mm-hmm. he owns as well. So it's like, Taco he, Bell's gone, the McDonald's gone they're back but different not the yeah, same not though. the same it, so there's a certain part of it that's like hey man like tough shit you you own all of this like that's what happens like i'm sorry that shit's been bad but i agree the optics of it aren't good um but i i i do think we could inject a little bit of financial literacy into our um into our lives because we're all intelligent people mm-hmm. and the financial literary says, "Yeah, it's all it's all debt, and it's yeah." He, he, I, I get that, but it. It, it is such <laughs> an annoying thing when someone's like, "We have no money," because he does have to put some down. Yeah, he's got to put he's got to put five hundred million down. Yeah, it's not nothing. It kills me that we're fighting uh, Contreras on four hundred thousand dollars, and he is now. Yeah, I just needed to no, say I needed dumb. to get it off my chest. I agree. I just it's needed dumb. to get it off my I chest. I agree. It's dumb. Uh, you can honor your muff beer. Thank you for not listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so everything's going great on the north side. Phenomenal. <laughs> Ready for the season. Dude, hopes. we haven't done shit on the south side either. So, yeah. We haven't signed um, anybody. Right, we got to talk about it. It's the smack curl around <laughs> the world. Um, at the Oscars, uh, Chris Rock, I don't know. Was he, was he the host or. Was he just like a presenter? He, he was not the host. He was just a presenter. I'm pretty sure because uh, uh, what's her name? Female comedian was the host. Um, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yes, thank really? you. Really? I'm pretty sure she was the host. Well, that was a pretty good guess. Um, talk about one of the least funny people in the world. <laughs> I, she actually dated a family friend of ours that she is just not funny. I heard she's a lovely human being, but I don't get it. Um, so, anyways, 
So Chris Rock goes up there and he makes a joke at like everyone. And then he gets to Jada Pickett Smith, who has alopecia. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this. She didn't lose her hair. She shaved her head. Because the alopecia was because coming. Because the alopecia was coming. Yeah. So he made a joke and he was like, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. Very mild joke, in my opinion. I also think it would be very different if it was cancer. Yeah. I think yeah. you could still get away with the joke, but if it's like deathly cancer. Cancer, you're dying most of the time. That's like, yeah. Yeah. I um, make a joke about that. So, uh, Will Smith gets up on stage and open palm smacked a bitch. Uh, Chris Rock then was clearly, fl- first of all, are you on team real or team fake? I'm on team real. I think it's real. It's real. It's real. I don't think you could stage that. Like, no way. They're actors. Will Smith's an actor. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock, Long comedian, also an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, actor. Like, they could have rehearsed it. They could have acted it out. They could have planned it. But everything about that looked extremely genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, or I'm sorry, Will Smith, and went back to his desk or went back to his seat and he said, Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Said, dude, it was just a G.I. Jane joke. Take it easy. And he goes, Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then he was like, Wow. He was clearly flustered because he misspoke next because he was like, We're here to pr- promote a documentary. He's like, No, we're here to give out the Oscar for best documentary. Yeah. In my opinion, the biggest loser in this altercation is Will Smith. That's a terrible look, in my opinion. Got to be able to take a joke. Yeah. There's you can't. So- okay. Go ahead. You can't here. go up there and slap somebody. Mm-hmm. You can't just do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you can yell. You can do all that. But you go up and start hitting people. Come on. Especially he's a comedian, dude. Like, I don't know. You can't just go up there and hit the people. The craziest part at- is earlier they they made a joke about how she cheated on him and, and like they were both to- laughing. Totally fine. Yeah. And then now it's like the hair thing and she's like, Wah. and then he's like, Oh, cause he was laughing at first. And then he saw his wife and then he went up and smacked him. Yeah. Um, so there is a conspiracy theory. So they are Scientologists um, in Scientology. They're Scientologists. Will they, Smith is a Scientologist. They are and they aren't. They what? say that there aren't, but they like go to the meeting. That's weird. But I guess in Scientology, if someone <laughs> wait, dis- wait, wait, wait. I'm not a Scientologist. I just go to the meetings. They said that they were. I just like, go to the meetings. Originally, I'm not an like alcoholic. Going- I just drink ten beers. Every no, day. it's like they said that they were going to the meetings just for like studying a role, but like they keep going. So like, what role? Plus, I haven't seen the movie, so it's like, yeah, it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. But anyways, I guess in Scientology, if someone, uh, if someone talks bad about you or your family, you have to smack them in the face. This is not a joke. Or when you get back to Scientology, an elder member smacks you in the face. <laughs> I don't know if that's why he did it, but if that is, no way. that is a wild religion, my That's guy. ridiculous. I think you have freedom of oh, all religion. religion. You can have whatever you want. The cult. But like, I thought Catholic was pretty hard. Like, I'm a Catholic. We got some pretty strict rules. I've never had where if I don't smack someone, I'm going to get smacked, and I'll take that. Yeah. The, just imagine going up for communion every week and the priest just, just laying out well, That's how they did uh, confession. Instead Heard of, you like, got shit talk like, this week. Yeah. Instead of like, uh, <laughs> say seven Hail Marys, it's like you say your prayer or you say your sins, and he's like, okay, you get three smacks. And just like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Um, 
backhanding you. But so do you? Do you mm-hmm. also agree that it's a bad look on Will Smith? I mean, you can't go hit people. Yeah, Beer's absolutely no. right. Like, you just look. You you don't hit other adults. You don't hit other people. Just not a thing. That being said, I can, I can get like if it's like your significant other, your kids, and you're like, I'm gonna defend. There's instances where you would. That's not off screen though. Yeah, not or not, off camera. Not the Oscars. Like like I, like I'm talking like people are like attacking me and my significant other or something like that. Like no, I'm gonna like defend myself. I need a worse joke. Yeah, I need a worse joke. I, I don't. Not, I, not just the shave head all. joke. Not even a joke at all. So I agree. I agree with beer on that. I, yeah, I think it's a bad look for Will Smith. I don't know. There's just a lot of things at play here. There's obviously the alopecia thing. There's Will Smith trying to stand up for his wife, but she was cheating on him with his son's friends Ooh. and everything like that. But Entanglement. That's o- Entanglement, yes, yeah. that's the word. But that's okay. But then Will Smith was up there five minutes later because he won the Academy Award for Best Actor, and everybody's congratulating him. didn't even apologize. Everybody's congratulating him, and then the Oscars is coming out and being like, we don't condone violence. And it's like, but violence happened, and you let him stay. And then like Will's like, oh, I feel bad, and issuing apologies, and Chris Rock's like, I'm not going to press charges. There's just so much to it. I don't it. think he should press charges. But I think anyone slap. that says that Chris Rock should press charges, I think that's a little Yeah, crazy. no, that's... Um, the, I'll tell you what, you want to know who lost the most, though? The Williams sisters. When he got up for that speech, and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm like almost a method actor. You know, I was, you know, I was King Richard. He's like, he takes care of his family. Love makes you do crazy things. It's like, you already know Mr. Williams wasn't the best guy. Yeah. You don't have to open a home, smack a bitch in front of millions of people yeah. and then be like, playing him made me do it. But I guess I don't get this. If someone, if I had a public affair, my wife cheated on me and they made that joke. That would make me way more upset than a joke about her shaving her head. Yeah, I yeah, I I wouldn't be too happy about. Do you think he my... was just standing up for for her? Because now they're in an open relationship, so mm. she has sex with his friends. He's not allowed to have sex with other people. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's an entanglement that, that checks out. Um, <laughs> do you think he was just doing it so she didn't sleep with someone else that night? I mean, maybe Ouch. he seems like he's in a really shitty spot, and he might be like, uh, "Oh, do you mean overcompensating?" Your maybe wife can bang your friends? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, pretty, it's pretty shitty. shitty. He might be overcompensating a little bit, maybe uh, trying to like you know assert himself a little bit more, make himself look good in front of his wife. I don't know. It's kind of shitty that you have to do that, but um, yeah, you just can't can't punch people, can't hit people on stage, I can't, can't you just. You just can't do it, dude. Like I, like you can you can yell, you can stand up for her, you can do everything, and it's like sure, it's out of line that he made that joke about her, and you can be offended by it. You can't go up there and hit him. But let's face it, it's a comedian at an award show. That's what they all do. They get yeah. up there, they crack jokes to the audience. Yeah, like they always particularly do it. the people who are nominated for awards yeah. and are sitting up front because they're nominated. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of comes with the territory, mm-hmm. and like. I mean, Ricky Gervais has been making fun of Hollywood at the Oscars and everywhere else for years. Yeah. Nobody's gotten up there and smacked him yet. His last Golden Globes, he was just chucking beers, shitting on <laughs> everyone. And so everybody's the, like, it's so yeah, true. He's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Alopecia, whatever. I really didn't think it was that bad of a joke. Yeah. I, I think it would have been a bad joke if he went after her disease. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, I mean... 
I think that's what she was saying. He kind of was, and it's and it's hard because none of us have alopecia. I I'm balding. I have male pattern baldness. I didn't take offense to it, but I don't have alopecia, and I'm not her. So you know, whatever. I I I didn't think it was that bad of a joke either. And I think you kind of invite it when you're sitting up there and everything. Well, so I, I I can actually speak from personal experience. When my mom had to shave her head, she elected to shave her head. Her hair was falling out in clumps, but it wasn't like where she was going to go bald. She just decided to shave it. She leaned into the skit. One of the funniest things my mom ever did is she was a good sport through it all. When I went over there and visited her the first time after seeing her bald head, she turned around and she goes, I kind of look like mini me. And then she turned around and then turned back real quick and put her pinky up. In her face. <laughs> I was like, that's how you got to be. You kind of like, you just got to roll with it. It's a shitty situation. It's a disease. No one loves it. Like no one's happy for it, but like yeah. you got to kind of roll with it. And I, that's why I don't think his joke was that bad. Like, I think if he made, I don't know. It's just a G.I. Jane joke. I mean, who's even thought about G.I. Jane? G.I. Jane's a good movie. It is, but like, when have you ever thought about G.I. Jane? I don't know why. I know. If anything, G.I. Jane wins. They should come out with a new line. What's her name? Um, I can't think of it. Demi Moore. She was great in that. She looks good with shaved head, too. Mm-hmm. Who shaved their head for V for Vendetta? Uh, Natalie Portman. She looks she good. good. She I, think looked- J- I think Jada Pinkett Smith looks good with a shaved head. I think women can pull off a shaved head. Yeah. She died a blonde. So she kind of looks like she's ever seen Blonde, the album by Frank Ocean. Oh. Look up the like album that. artwork where he looks just like that. Klein actually has that album artwork tattooed on his chest. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it a little bit? Without the green, though. Oh, yeah, without the green. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, any final thoughts? A lot of good memes. Just, <laughs> Dude, so I bad. mean, the memes are great. Um, I don't know. I feel like Will Smith has almost pretended to play, take the high road the past couple years, and we're starting to see like his true colors now. So it's just kind of, kind of, it's not like bad. It's kind of sad. That's it. So I was thinking for a rank, we do our favorite actors. Thoughts? Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Are we doing a draft? Draft. Draft. All right. Um, let's we'll do go it. myself, Nick Beer. All right. My number one pick. Christoph Waltz. Come on down. I love Christoph Waltz. Um, oh. I really like that he can play a villain and a good guy, and I so like him in both. Except in Glorious Bastards, he was a terrible guy. But he does it well. Is what but like saying. him as the dentist in Django, like when he did the famous, it's now become like a meme. The uh, when he takes the swig of a beer and he's like, "It's like a reward." <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I love Christoph Waltz. I think he's a very good actor. He plays a good villain. He plays a good hero. <clears throat> so I really like that. All right, uh, I'm next. Uh, I'm gonna go Leo. Yeah, that's a good one. I love Leo. Leo, uh, who doesn't? I love all of his movies. Um, I'd love that he had to literally crawl inside a horse, eat a live fish, um, all these things just to win his first Oscar. Revenant. That's phenomenal. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Beer. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Samuel L. Jackson. Probably my number one. Um. I, I so and the reason is I really like Quentin Tarantino movies and like he's in a lot of them and like mm. he's really good and but also I the thing I like about certain actors and I think I'm gonna try to make my list this way 
is I like the actors that like they almost play themselves in a lot of movies where they can like, or I don't know, Samuel Jackson says motherfucker like a, a shit ton in like almost every single movie he's in. So like I just love that about like that that's his like brand. So I don't know. And like he's just an incredible actor. Incredible. And like he goes from playing like Jules in uh um what's that one favorite famous Fiction. movie? Pulp Fiction, yes, and to to being the butler guy in Django, and like goes completely different. Like the dude's a genius, so uh, that's my number one. Second pick. Okay, do I go again? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's my turn again. Okay, so in the keeping in the theme of the same actors who play themselves, Ryan Reynolds, he plays himself in every movie. Um, He plays himself in Deadpool. Um, in like fall guy or whatever he plays himself he's the same person as ryan as ryan reynolds is in real life um almost every movie he's in he kind of acts as like this kind of witty uh like kind of funny guy i don't know and like it basically accentuated it in deadpool Mm -hmm. so that's what i think of when i think of ryan reynolds see for all those reasons that that's why i like samuel L. jackson that is why i don't like ryan reynolds oh i i think he's fine but i like as a person, but like the fact that he does play himself and it's the same character in every movie. It, I don't know. It's pissed me off. And he's married to Blake lively. It's like, how lucky can one guy get, I mean, you talk know, about it. Absolutely. She is the smoke of smoke. Show. She's, she's, she's quite attractive and very talented herself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Brad Pitt. Ooh, love Brad Pitt. Love Leo. Loved them together. I feel like that's a good pair. Yeah. You, you got, Oh pair. yeah. I got a pair. And like, there's some like, there's so many movies that Brad Pitt's been in where you're like, oh, it's Brad Pitt. He's like, obviously like, super attractive dude, like, good actor and everything like that. But then there's a couple I watch. I'm like, Brad Pitt is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Like the the movie that really sold it for me was that movie Ad Astra that came out a couple of years ago where he plays uh, an astronaut and he has to go on this grand adventure out to Neptune and all this stuff. Great movie. I was watching that movie and I was like, he might be one of the best actors like mm-hmm. of all time. Just watching that. So. That's good. Um, my number two is going to be Cillian Murphy. Mm. Um, I love Peaky Blinders so very much. He plays Thomas Shelby doing absolute like, it's just so well done. Um, the Scarecrow is an underrated part of him. Mm-hmm. I think uh, everyone talks about Batman Begins, the Scarecrow. I think the Scarecrow in The Dark Knight Rises when he's the judge. Mm. And it's just like, so you're charged with these crimes. How do I find you? Eh, guilty and just, like, <laughs> just like does it he has so many great roles um always really good um and next one is going to be tom hardy tom Ooh. hardy can do no wrong in my book uh another peaky blinders absolute phenomenal guy uh venom was really good revenant he was really good in he's another guy where he plays the anti-hero and hero or villain so well mm-hmm. he does all right, uh, my next one is going to be Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Um, he's just a good actor. Method. And he just, like, I mean, some of the movies that he's been in. He, first of all, like, in the past 20 years, he's been in, like, five movies mm-hmm. because he's just, like, super selective about it and, like, really gets into, like you said, method actor and everything like that. Like, yeah, for Lincoln, he lived a year in uh, a replica of Lincoln's yeah. childhood home. It's so crazy. And he was great in Lincoln. Uh, he was great as Bill the Butcher in oh, uh, Gangs of New York. God. He basically made that movie. Also has a movie will be blood. Movie. Yeah. I'll drink uh, your I, mean, mi- I drink your milkshake. I say that to Kayla at least twice a day. He's just like a good 
really, really good actor. Unbelievable. So, beer. All right. Uh, my number three, trying to keep it on the theme of people who play themselves. Maybe I'm wrong with this, but I think Marky Mark Wahlberg plays himself Ooh, in a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially <laughs> lately with the funny movies he's been in. Like, The Other Guys, I think is one of the funniest movies. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Movie. And he's, that's classic Mark Wahlberg in there. I'm a peacock captain. You gotta let me fly. You know, um, <laughs> it's like, a news flash. Peacocks <laughs> don't fly. <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. I love that movie. Um, and then, all right. So Mark Wahlberg, and then my number four to round out the actors that can play themselves in movies is Danny McBride. So Danny I, McBride okay. actually only plays movies. That he can be Danny McBride, yeah, and TV shows. Have you seen so he can be Danny McBride. Gemstones? No, I have oh, not. You not watch Righteous Gemstones. So it's a, it's like a super church family, but it is so funny. <laughs> same and Danny is McBride, he the same, same. Uh... So he plays the oldest son of like the preacher. <laughs> it's just so funny. Eric Andre gets involved. It's a, it's a hell of a time. I highly recommend it. It's a very good show. Nice. Uh, my last pick, I'm going to go with Jeff Bridges, the mm, dude himself, the yeah. big Lebowski. Um, yeah, he's just, I'm looking him up. He's 72, and I feel like he's been like 72 for the last 20 years. Like He's just got like that kind of old guy look going on that he's just able to pull off and just seamlessly put into every role. And kind of similar mm-hmm. like to what Beer is saying, he, he does play a lot of somewhat similar roles in mm-hmm. that sense, but... Uh, my last one is going to be Vince Vaughn, and it's solely for the reason in old school, when he is doing the rings, he comes up, and he, it's like panning on the <laughs> rings, but he comes up smoking a cigarette, and he just keeps, still holding, still holding, still holding. I, ever since I saw that movie, and he's a Chicago guy, which I really like, all of his movies I find really funny, um, The Wedding Crashers, when he's like, I'm going to grab a plate of food, I'm going to eat across the table, not look at you, I'm going to recharge my engine. We'll talk about this later. Or the uh, when they're on the staircase and he's like, did you motorboat him? Play with him? Look at you, you motorboating son of a gun. I know you do. You're a salty dog. I, it's it's so funny. You. Yeah. Yeah, that one cracks me it's up. It's great. Uh, next time we'll have to do favorite actresses. Yes, I agree. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, we do have a Hot Ones episode coming soon. I have all 10 sauces. Our buddy did it for a first date. We're just going to do it for your enjoyment. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I've tried them all already. Ooh. I pre-did it for us to see how. Um, the last three are going to be wrong. So are we going to get a bunch of wings then? Yeah. Okay. They're not going to be good. We're going to have to like plan out a whole week, like when we're going to do it, mm. and work from home the next day, that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, so we got that coming from you. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. See you guys next week.